Previously on the Pixel Junkies, I enjoy. You know what? I can't hate on that. I, 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 I agree that it's a great game. I can't, however, say that it is one of my favorite games. However, what I can say is my one of my favorite games is motherfucking Brain Dead Radio presents. <laughs> Mario World, bitch! They brought the Mushroom You're Kingdom absolutely right. into the 16-bit era. It took Mario 3 and was like, listen, this is cool. Let's fucking up the ante. Let's add some more secrets. Oh, you see this red dot? That red dot, that means they can go two ways. You better find the secret. And I remember as a kid, there's no internet. You had Nintendo Power. You had your friends. And if you were, like, smart and you could steal your parents' credit cards, you had the Nintendo Hotline. And you're like... This is yeah. a red dot. This is donut planes. I want to get that yellow fucking block. Where do I, you know, where do I veer off here? So Super Mario World for me, like that's what brought the goddamn heat. Like, fucking, it 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 took the best level designs of all the Mario's, refined them, and added like what the reason in my mind why Super Nintendo will always beat Genesis is because of that fucking music chip. It added oh, the incredible. best fucking and like I hear that. Do do to do to do, do. Like I hear that, and I'm just like, yeah, yes. I'm kind of, I'm, I have a, I have a half chub. I, I don't know why, but uh, yep. I'm feeling pretty good right now. So like, the main theme in Morrowind does for you, the fucking main theme in Mario World does for me, and that. It, oh, it's it, it's it the same so reaction. And like, when you were a kid and you beat the game, you're like, well, it's over. Just kidding, motherfucking Star Road. What the fuck is Star, Star Road? Road? Oh shit, special. What is this? And you're like, oh my god, this is so hard. But you beat that. You felt like a king. A king That's at right. recess. It was a I mean, fucking every, amazing. Everything we just said, everything we said about Mario Brothers 3, we could say about Mario World. It just, exactly. It took the game before it and blew it out of the water. Just graphically, gameplay-wise, everything was just incredible, impeccable. I remember the very first screenshot they released was of the Japanese Super Famicom version. Yes. And it was like the announcement of we are releasing a new Nintendo. Yes. I remember like kicking my parents' door down and holding it over them on the bed. <laughs> it and has four buttons, six buttons. One screenshot. <laughs> yes. And then I remember that the, the screenshot, Mario was like orange mm-hmm. for some reason. He wasn't the Mario you know now. He was orange. He was not flesh colored. Like, they changed his outfit. Yeah. I was like, they changed his outfit. I don't know why. But I got to get this so I know why they changed his outfit. I fucking... And I just... I remember that very first picture that they ever released a Super Mario World. And it, I remember it was the, the water level with the dolphins. Yes. That was the screenshot. Yes. That and was it, the and screenshot. Like, they have expressive eyeballs. What? They're dolphins. What's happening? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... God, Mario Nintendo World, Power was the worst thing that ever happened to the parents of the uh, mid-80s, early 90s. Like... That is like the oh, yeah. worst fucking. Because every month you're like, look, 
Look at this. You just spent $70 last month, but do you see this? Look what they did here. Oh, I remember being an awful, awful child because I would get in my Nintendo Power and then eventually EGM. Those were the two I always subscribed to. Oh, I can only pick one. When they would come in, when they would come, well, my grandparents got me my Nintendo Power. And then my parents got me my EGM. When did you get Nintendo remember, Power? Was it the original? Because I remember having... First I, issue. Yeah, with the very Claymation Super Mario 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, very first issue. Pixel Chunkies. kept it. <laughs> I kept it through the GameCube era. I, oh, shit. I you went finally, hardcore. I, yeah, I finally got rid of it sometime in the GameCube Jesus era. Jesus Christ. I but gave up I remember getting in those magazines. Out. Yeah. Oh, no. I kept it then. But I would I would sit my mom down when they came in and I would make her sit Listen. at the table with me and go through it. And I would be like, This is what I want, and I'm gonna tell you about all these new games coming out. And, and then she would like, I have stuff to do. She's like, I need to cook dinner. And I would give her a guilt no. trip and I would say, One day I'm gonna be gone and you're gonna miss going through these magazines with me. Oh! And then when I moved out, she oh, and then when I moved shit. out, she dropped that on me. She was like, Dude. I remember really remember this going Dude. through your video game magazines with you and Dude. I felt like the biggest piece of shit ever. Dude, I'm just gonna I was just gonna say like how <laughs> shitty do you feel? Listen, listen, yeah. William, I remember I was trying to make ends meet, I'm trying to make dinner, and you fucking Pretty dropped much. the bomb like if you don't buy me fucking Donkey Kong Country, I will remember this when I move out and I will hold it over your head. Look at these silicon graphics graphics. Fuck you, Mom. Oh. You buy me this. Fucking she right heard now. about Donkey Kong Country. Like, yeah, Donkey Kong Country is an epic story. I called Blockbuster every 30 minutes waiting to see if a copy got returned so I could. Did you, were you one of the cool kids that got the VHS in the mail for Donkey Kong Country? Oh, of course. Yeah! Of course. And how awesome was that, like, fucking 20 minute commercial where you're like, <laughs> shit terrible. can't get any better? No, it was not. Okay, it's terrible now. But fucking, I remember getting that in the mail, and, and, and like, when you're a kid, you're oh, like, yeah. oh, I got something in the mail, and it's not a magazine? What is this? And I'm like, it's a VH, it Don- Donkey Kong, oh my god, pop it in the VHS, and yeah. I'm just like, fuck yeah, if I could jerk off right well, now, I would, this is amazing. about Donkey Kong. Yes. That was their release. Like, yes. There was no YouTube to put trailers on. Yeah, That's how they got it out. They put VHS a fucking VHS because they know that you would go to your friend's house and yep. show off this VHS. Yep. Oh, I'm so glad yeah. I finally found someone else who had the Donkey Kong Country fucking VHS. I brought that up to Siege, oh, and man. he looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, no, dude. All of a sudden, they sent me a fucking Nintendo sent me a VHS that was nothing but a 20-minute fucking in-your-face, like, if you don't buy this, bro- everybody will hate you. <laughs> yeah, and I remember it was in, like, a bright red box. It just said yes. Nintendo across Yes. Oh, God. Yep. Oh, half-chub, well, half-chub. Got- it's good stuff. With Nintendo Power, they sent out copies of Dragon Warrior because they wanted to introduce this Ooh, new style you of got game that? to the West. They sent me four copies. You're a dick. I remember that shit. And then I like, oh. So I was able to take three copies of Toys R Us and just straight up exchange them for three more games. You, uh, I remember. And, and, you yeah. know, and once again, I, I'm going to be that guy. Dragon Warrior, fucking terrible. Fucking terrible. Like that game is it terrible. It was not great. It was terrible. It was not great. And I remember that because, like, and I'm and I and it started at a young age. That's where my moral wind hate and shit comes from. At a young age, I always, I remember playing Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior and being like, "Wait, so I'm not? I just have to press a button to be like attack? Like I'm not actually attacking? <laughs> like, wait, I have to heal? What the fuck is this bullshit?" And I just hating it. 
but I remembered always wanting that Dragon Warrior. Oh my god, you got four? That's pretty awesome. They sent me four copies for some reason. Somebody got fired got for that. Two days, <laughs> two days in a row, I got two big Manila envelopes with Dragon Warrior and the strategy guides. Do you so still I gave have out them? the strategy guides to my friends. Do I still, st- I. Do you still have it? You know what? I don't know. Oh, I, the Dragon Warrior. I still have Dragon Warrior. Do you have the strategy guide? Because that's. I what... would have to look whenever, whenever I moved into my last house because my last house was really small. I got rid of, I literally had like 15 huge Rubbermaids of every single video game magazine I'd ever owned. Ever. Dude. And I got rid of them. Oh. It was. Oh, I single mean, tier was like that Indian. Like, hundreds oh, sad. and hundreds of pounds of video game magazines. Do you, okay, here. I mean, every single Nintendo Power. Oh. Every single EGM. I mean, tons of game pros. I mean, there was this really shitty magazine called Flux that lasted like four issues. Oh. It was just filled. Yeah, it was incredible, but it had to go. I didn't have space for him. I didn't have space for him. Okay, now... It was a fire hazard way to happen. Before we get completely off topic, because obviously uh, it's 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 refreshing. We're it's refreshing. It's really, it's refreshing to talk to another human, like legitimately, <laughs> who has a wealth of video game knowledge. Now, talk real quick, not to get, and we can go back to the, the games. So you said that you had Nintendo Power and you had EGM. Uh I had Nintendo Power, and obviously, like the the main ones were a Game Pro, EGM, Nintendo Power. I hated Game Pro. Well, yeah, Game Pro was fucking retarded. Like, blah, 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 they yeah. had the stupid, they're, and their ratings always like, sucked. The they were stupid, right? Yeah. Oh, so dumb. So dumb. So dumb. But, and and, and I, I'm 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 gonna say because now we're an hour and a half into the show. Uh, it's about eight p.m. my time here. I've had a bunch of drinks. I cannot remember the name. I'm hoping you might be able to. There was a video game magazine, and this this would have been. In the early to mid '90s, and it was uh, it was one of the more expensive video game magazines, like really high color or uh, like, like like high grade, glossy everything, and they covered like 3DO and Turbo Graphics, and it was crazy. There was a gaming magazine that started with the word "game" because duh. Do you remember any other magazines off the top of your head that weren't Game Pro that started with the word "game"? Because there was my oh, my best friend who uh, who who the, I talked about earlier who had all the systems. He was the guy who had the 3DO at launch, like the Jaguar at launch. He had this magazine that, like, compared to EGM, compared to Nintendo Power, was like king shit of fuck mountain. This thing was like full gloss, heavy stack. Oh my god! And it's oh, I was kind of hoping. I mean, it was a long shot. I might remember game. it, and we might bring it up uh, later, but it started with Game, and it was like, Game... Oh, Game Fan! Do you remember a magazine called Game Fan? Game Fan? Do game not fan. remember that. Oh my god, okay, so... Google Warriors out there, Game Fan. There was this magazine, and maybe some of you remember this, and maybe that'll give me some more cred for hating on Morrowind and whatnot. But there was this fucking magazine, Game Fan, and that was where... uh uh, not to get completely off topic, but they had, you know, like, releases. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait for the new game. And oh, they had wow. this, like, 12-page, like, spread on, like, Earthworm Jim. And it was like, oh, my God, this game will be the best game of all. And it was, like, it was high color, and it wasn't, like, written down. Like, it didn't feel like the writers were, like, writing down to me. It honestly felt like uh, a lot of the gaming sites now. Which, I mean, yeah, a lot of them kind of suck and people have issues with them. But it felt like a, a joystick, a giant bomb where it was just like really passionate people talking about games and it wasn't just 
here's a commercial. Here's a five-page spread that's a commercial to buy our game. But that was my – like you had EGM and I always wanted EGM and my parents always said like you have to yeah. decide between the two. And I was like, well, Nintendo because duh. But my buddy had a subscription to GameFan and he would get it and oh my god, every fucking month it was just like, what is Final Fantasy 3? Oh my god, look at this stuff. I'm looking up there. I'm looking up their Wikipedia and I I absolutely remember this uh, this cover font. Yes, yeah. it was. It was. I don't know yeah. that I ever owned a copy. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. It was the pinnacle, the fucking pinnacle of gaming magazines well, back I in the day. I wouldn't say that, dude. Controversy in okay. the 1995 issue of Game Fan, an article was printed that contained several derogatory comments about Japanese people, calling them "quote unquote." Little Jap bastards. This was your gaming magazine, Rob. Well, you know what? I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm just there for the games. I'm not there for the personal politics. <laughs> Fucking Gamey McGamerson wants to. For the I'm not there Eastern for the. Hate. Yeah, I'm not there for the political commentary. I'm just there for their like amazing glossy spreads of like, here's an amazing game. And then, of course, I'm assuming this was an EGM because it was in every gaming magazine. Like the. <laughs> like the Second to last page of the game, it was like, fill out this crossword puzzle, send this shit oh, in, yeah. and you will win fucking a fucking 42-inch projection fucking TV and a Sony setup. Yeah. I never won. I was so sad. Oh, no. I filled out every single one of them. Right? Every one. And I never knew anybody that won. But there was always that, like, no, you got, like I'm going to win. I'm going to win. every single accessory for yes. every current generation. Holy shit, a Neo Probably Geo! Genesis with everything. Oh god, Neo Geo. Yeah, like and Neo Geo at the time was like what eight hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars yeah. now or something. Yep, yep. Neo Geo oh. was ridiculous. My buddy also owned that. I got to play every. That's oh. kind of like that's why like now like I feel like I mean I still game pretty hard. Uh, I'm not nearly as bad uh, or like you know you know midnight launches and shit as I was a few years ago, but. In the, in the fucking 90s, Fuck man. digital release. No, I know. But in the fucking 90s, man, like, my buddy, he had the fucking Jaguar, the TurboGrafx, the TurboGrafx CD, the fucking... He had, he, had, he had the fucking Neo Geo, and it was... And he also had uh, the early... You know, you're, you're talking at least $2,000. Like, the early, like, Sony fucking CRT Trinitron fucking television. Oh, God. You know, that's like 34 inches, and you're like... Holy shit! <laughs> Crash and Burn on the 3DO is the best game I've ever played. This is amazing. So that's like my. That was amazing. It was, and that's my era, and that's why like, even now still like that's my my favorite memories are just like new games, and even if they suck, like I can admit when a game sucks. Like I got no problem saying like, yeah, they, I don't I don't like that game. It was shitty, but but the memories are pretty good. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Game fan. Oh my god, I'm so glad my synopsis fired and I can remember that because that would have bothered me all night. So my uh, my next favorite game was Super Mario World. Uh, uh, Will, actually, you know what? I feel weird calling. Do you want to be called Will? Will's fine. Is Will good? Okay, so we're gonna call you Will. It's gonna take me some time. So uh, if I throw in a few uh, Billies or Bayou Billies or. B- Big badass Billy, like you gotta, you gotta bear with me. That's so, all fine. Okay, good. So, Will, what is uh, one of your next favorite games to give the the fine listeners of Pixel Junkies uh, a taste of what we're about for future future episodes? I'm gonna keep this short because one, we've been talking forever about our favorite games, but two, there's very little needs to be said except for the title. Okay. World of Warcraft. 
it is one it is the defining game i think it is the defining game of the last 15 years of this century i think war warcraft is the defining game well i mean now if you ask me if, if you ask me 15 years I mean, from now defining be fucking dota 2 or league of legends uh, fuck that mobile bullshit I'm with you. Ugh, fuck MOBAs. I mean, I get it. I know I'm a curmudgeon and I'm like, old. Yeah. Ugh. But you know what? Honestly, fuck a MOBA because the it's it's too it's too uninviting. You can't even get into the games without feeling like a dickhead. <laughs> like you can't, and that's I what agree. sucks. Like it. Ugh. But I mean, the last 15 Here, years. Here's really? the storm comes out. 15. We'll get into yeah. Look well, from 2000 to 2000. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To 50, let's say 2000 to 2015. This year will be the 10 year anniversary of World of Warcraft. Okay. And everyone says, oh, their subscriptions have fallen off, blah, blah, blah. They still have 6.8 million subscriptions right now. And we're at, and this is the lowest point, because it's been a year since the latest patch, literally a year, and they're waiting for the new expansion to come out. When that new expansion comes out in a couple months, they're going to jump back up to 9 million, 8 million and a half subscribers. Easy, if not more. Is- Plus they're giving away... Uh, free love of a free level ninety to get people right into the game with their friends, so you could jump in and not have to worry about leveling ninety levels. That you can just sucks. Start playing with me, yeah, but that kind of it I doesn't mean, suck. Okay, I was and I, uh, I and, and I'm I'm assuming at this point since it, it's on your list, I was in the original betas uh, for Warcraft. Yes. Uh, I you know I did the whole vanilla thing, uh, and to be honest, I never even. Uh, the first uh, expansion was Burning Crusade, correct? Correct. Okay. I played too many hours to actually, like, I don't know, admit, honestly, <laughs> on this first uh, episode of Pixel Junkies, which you can check out at pixeljunkies.com or brandnewradio.com, where I played enough, but I ended up getting out of it before the Burning Crusade because I realized that, like, at least for me, it was just too much of a fucking. It was just too much of a fucking time sink. That being said, oh, yes. that being said, it since World of Warcraft has been released, and even uh, less than a year ago, I have joined up, like you know, re-up my account, and I, I've created multiple characters to go through the story. Like, are you saying at this point now? Like, my, 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 and to be honest, maybe it's just because I wasn't as hardcore as you or maybe some others, but. I always really enjoyed, like, the early areas and kind of going through. I feel weird, like, all of a sudden, well, like, I'm level 90 and I'm a badass and, like, I didn't earn this. Well, that's that's still there. I mean, the the, the early leveling isn't going to be gone. I actually, I've leveled more characters than I could probably count because I really do like the low-level stuff. I want yeah. I want to go through and see. Booty Bay. And I like school, the story Booty Bay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I, I like to go through, especially Cataclysm, not a great expansion, but it did a ton for the leveling experience and for the storytelling in those zero to, or zero, one to 60 levels. Yeah. I mean, it just completely renovated, so it's not a hassle to level. And the storytelling is really good. So that's still there. But if you're a new player or you're a returning player that hasn't played for years and you're level 45 or 50 or that's something. what i was at yeah and i was at 47 see, and yeah and you see that because level 47 in vanilla would take a month to get to like a month of dedicated playing yeah it took me it took a while three months yep to hit level 60 or something yeah. like that i mean it was a lot and of it time was an yeah. event oh yeah um 
So if you look at that and you're like, I'm not going to level 90 levels to play with my friends that are level 90, you get one free level 90, and there's an introductory beginner's kind of tutorial that runs you through your class so you know the basics and you understand. And the other part of it is there's so many resources now. You can go on Wowhead, Icy Veins, everything. You can learn to play your class pretty competently in about 10 minutes. It's not going to take – now, people complain about the challenge, blah, blah, blah. There's easy mode, wow, and there's hard mode, wow. You can fall in either way. I don't get into the casual. When I start I'm not WoW, casual. I'm hardcore. Well, no, I, don't macros, the, I don't get into the casual hardcore debate yeah. because I've been on both sides. I mean, during vanilla, I was a raid I was a raid leader, a main tank, and a guild leader. Nerd. And in vanilla, that was <laughs> crazy because you were running 40-man raids. You had to have 80 active people in your guild to run a raid. And wait, and and that was a lot. And you were leading them? You were like, all right, attack this oh, mob. Yeah. All right, DPS. Oh, yeah, absolutely. DPS, absolutely. heal me. Tank. Oh, my yep. God. That's too much pressure, man. And then, it was a, and I was a main tank on top of it, which is not great when you're this raid leader. Um, <laughs> heal, heal, so, heal. <laughs> yeah, basically. Then uh, screaming for, wait for Sunders, wait for Sunders. <laughs> so you would, I, I dealt with all that through vanilla. Then I pushed myself onto another hardcore guild in Burning Crusade. And then in Wrath of the Lich King was kind of my last hardcore round in World of Warcraft. And I was on a server first, like bleeding edge raiding guild. And I've got the, all the server first titles on my characters from that early Wrath of the Lich King content. Jesus and I just Christ. burnt myself out. I burnt myself out. I and I probably took two two or three months off and just did not play at all. And then came back and started back off with a little R and started raiding again and just real casually. And then from then on, I've been super casual. I'll play, I'll level a couple characters. Now with the looking for raid and looking for group, I can run in and run some dungeons. I can even run the raids kind of like on an easy mode. Because for me, I want to see the content. And I like transmog. I like collecting gear to like customize my character. So I mean, the old vanilla experience, quote unquote, is still there if you want to do the hardcore raids and super super in depth. But you don't have to, and I think that's part of what makes so World of Warcraft so important is when they made it, they were focused on EverQuest, and they realized that MMOs can't exist like that. They they're just not going to stay. They have to support so many different playstyles. So when people laugh and go, they've lost so many subscribers, they still have 7 million people playing. Maybe uh, another yeah, game a lot. that has 7 million people playing every month yeah. and paying 15 bucks. Yep. I mean, okay, you can point at Dota 2 has 10 million concurrent players. Sure, but they're not paying for that privilege. No, they they're making money off of it. They buy a $2 <laughs> suit. Yep. Yeah, they may buy a $2 suit, but they're not paying 15 bucks for the privilege to do so. I mean... World uh, of Warcraft, I think, is just... You look at 2000, 2015, it is the defining game because it's it showed that games can be more than one thing at once. People complain about, oh, casual, blah, blah, uh, Call of Duty noobs, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's World of Warcraft noobs, too. There's, there's people who just go in and play the game. They're not that great at it, but they get a lot of joy out of it. That's, that's well, me. <laughs> call it, yeah. And that's totally fine. It's pretty much me now. But then you got the hardcore motherfuckers that want to run the hard mode raids. And 
you know, you could blow off as Call of Duty players are casual. You know what? There's some hardcore Call of Duty people paying for T1 lines to get run to their house so they can get a .0001 ping and just dominate. There are hardcore (laughs) Call of Duty players. I mean, World of Warcraft is what started that, going from we could be casual, we could be hardcore. And the whole gaming industry has followed them that way. And it just, and of course, there's always, there's all the Blizzard cliches. Yeah, it takes forever to get content out, but it's polished to hell. It's easily accessible. They're going to get you into the game. Some of the graphics are ugly, but compared to other games that came out in 2004, you can still play Warcraft and enjoy yourself. Go look at those games for 2004 on PS2. You're not going to play those games and go, oh, this is a perfectly serviceable graphics engine. It's not. It's garbage. You know, fuck But Blizzard, being Blizzard, knew to change. And they're putting, and people always say, well, there should be a graphical overhaul of Warcraft. There has been. There's been several. With every expansion, there's been a graphical overhaul. And see, that's fucking, I mean, that's CJ right there. That's the only reason he hated Warcraft. It's like, I fucking hate the cartoon style. It's fucking stupid. I think it's lame. Oh, look at the Ed Padmas. Well, he can... What am I, fucking Jack Black? He can go this play... Stupid. Elder Scrolls Online, which is hot garbage. It is. I was going to say, now, is, since World of Warcraft is your, one of your top favorite games, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to assume, I'm going to make an assumption here, that World of, World of Warcraft would probably be your favorite MMO? Absolutely. I've played... I mean, I've played a few others. i played EverQuest. i played a little bit of EverQuest 2. Um, I messed around with Old Republic and Beta, did not care for it. I'm actually thinking about going back to Old Republic to see the changes they've done to it. Um, I liked uh, Lord of the Rings Online pretty good. That was all right. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Wildstar Beta was great, but I'm not getting into under subscription fee for an MMO. That's, I can't believe they did that. If, if that game was free to play and I could throw in like 25 bucks for a mount and maximum bag space... I'd be playing Wildstar right now. Yeah, no, I'm, I know, I'm, I, I, I totally agree. See, like, and that's where, like, like, I, much like you, I've been playing MMOs since. Uh, uh, I, you know, CJ has the, uh, he has the, he has, the, he, he gets the bragging rights that he, you know, he's been doing it since fucking Ultima Online, and that was his deal. But I started with EverQuest. Did all the EverQuest games, Dark Age of Camelot, fucking Asheron's Call. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been, I pretty much have beta. Asheron's Call was really good. Oh yeah, I've betaed pretty much every game since after everquest like i've been in every single fucking mmo like legitimate you know with some you know quote-unquote staying power mmo since you know fucking after everquest uh and i you know as much as i liked wow and i really and i did i played the shit out of that you know i had i had a a blast i love the art style i've always loved the art style of blizzard but I'd have to say, like, my MMO of choice, and I know a lot of people out there disagree with me super hard, but I have to say fucking Star Wars Galaxies pre-fucking new game experience because obviously, yeah, I, like, I got, I was in the beta for that, and the beta for fucking Galaxies, my, my, my most favorite MMO memory of all time, and we're talking, like, hundreds and, you know, possibly thousands of hours of MMO gaming since fucking you know you know eq in that with star wars galaxy betas uh it was me and my buddy crafto and we were both you know the fucking uh i was uh i, I was a pistolier and he had the, you know he was a combat medic or a fucking some other dude whatever and the beta was before they balanced everything and it was me and him and 12 other dudes that in the beta we met up and the our only goal was like we were all talking we were all talking in the cantina we're like 
Let's see if we can go kill a Bantha. Like, I wonder if we can kill a Bantha. I've always wanted to see if we can kill a Bantha. And we fucking headed out on Tatooine. And I remember this. It was so awesome because you had camps and there was this glitch that, like, if the if the dude made a camp, you know, it would help buff you and help you arrest you. But if you sat down, I believe it was either on the second chair or right in front of the fire. If you did this, you would be transported at random to a random place on the map. Like, all of a sudden, you would sit down, wow. and you were just randomly placed. And we were ready for this Bantha hunt. And it was, like, 12 of us, and there was a Bantha, and there was about... There was three Tusken Raiders, and that was it. So it was one Bantha and three Raiders on this hill. And their hit points were, like, you know, quadruple what ours were. And we're like, holy shit. And I sat down <laughs> at the camp, and I end up... I mean, I'll never forget this. And there are screenshots on... I have multiple hard drives from my old computers in a box... I need to go through them with their screenshots. I ended up in front, and this is in beta, so most people weren't really fucking around. They just kind of wanted to see what was going on. I ended up in front of this fucking cave, right? Like, all of a sudden, I'm I'm on fucking, uh, I'm talking to my buddy, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, I'm in this cave. And he's like, what? I'm like, dude, I sat down, and now I'm in front of this cave, and there's a green mist in this cave. And he's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I got to go to the cave. Like, I'm here. You guys, according to my map, are all the way across Tatooine. I'm going to this cave. So I fucking wander in this cave. <laughs> And I'm going slowly because back, and I think it was, I mean, it's been a long time, but it didn't really have like the permadeath, but it had the same thing where like, if you die, you could respawn, but your loot would be where you died. So at this point, my group is on the corner of Tatooine. I'm on the other corner. There's this fucking green cave and I'm like, I'm going to go in and I fucking walk in and like much of galaxies, there was lots of things, but not a lot of things to do. Like, there wasn't much, like, there wasn't many mobs. And I walk in this cave, and I'm like, okay. And I'm walking for about two minutes, and I'm like, okay, well. And I'm talking to my friend. I'm like, dude, it's just going deeper. Like, there's more fog, and it's just going deeper. So I keep going. So I get to the end of this cave, and there was a giant, like, you know, quote-unquote, like, king womp rat. Uh, which I was like, oh, well, it's a womp rat. You know, you know, my skills, I'm a decent, I'm an okay level. I could probably kill this. And I was like, fuck this guy, I'm going to shoot him. I remember shooting him with my fucking combat, uh, with my pistol, whatever, and I miss. And this motherfucker glitched, like, ran at me, and the next thing I know, I'm dead. So now I'm dead, I have to get revived oh by a medical droid, and I end up back in the fucking, like, medical center in Tatooine. I cruise back to the hill, like, five minutes outside of fucking Mos Eisley, and I'm like, Hey guys, um, I'm naked, like, I'm wearing underwear, I need a few of you to follow me to this cave, it's probably gonna take us all night. And we trekked. And I just remember we just trekked. We did, it was just all of us. We're just, you know, we're typing in the chat box having fun. And I just walked across Tatooine. I got my shit. And then we ended up making it back, fighting the Bantha. All of us ki- all of us were killed. And then they released the full game. And I'm like, ah, uh, what did you guys do? You nerfed it. What did you do to it? Yeah. You nerfed it. And then and it was fun for a few months. And then they just keep they just kept nerfing it. And it sucked, but... I get the wild love, man. I really, I, I, I really enjoyed WoW, and it's just, it was just, I didn't have a good like the group that I was in was hardcore, and I wasn't like all my friends were really hardcore, like raids and setting up times, and I'm like, well, you know, I don't. And with that early WoW, you really had to be because there wasn't anything yeah. else to do, and yeah, and even in BC, there wasn't a whole lot to do in BC either. It wasn't until Wrath of the Lich King was the greatest expansion. It was easy. There, there was a lot to do. It was easy to level up alts. So if you wanted to change classes, you could get them geared up and get to raid level if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, the looking for group was added to it, so you could find dungeons without having to wait and find people in a guild or your friends or whatever to go. You could just queue up and find a group. Um, yeah, I understand. Like those 
first four years of Warcraft, man, they were rough four years. And they were, I mean, and they were fun because they tailored. I mean, I mean, to me, they were fun because it was still new and it was like, oh, there's always something, you know. But like it is with every fucking game, I hit a point where I'm like, well, I don't have the time, I don't have the friends, I, I don't feel comfortable with finding a random group because I don't know enough. Like I, that's right. that, that was always my thing. Was like, well, I don't want to be that guy. like you know, much like Dota and those things. Like, like I don't want to be that guy that's just trying to like learn. And my well, see, group like already Warcraft knows, now, and they just hate me. There's enough resources in Warcraft built in now that you can jump in and you could go run looking for raid because it's it's basically a easy mode version of the raid. So you can see the content, and there's a dungeon journal that'll allow you to look it up. You don't have to worry about going to YouTube or. Bot, bot back in vanilla days to look up what would need to be happening in a raid. You could just go into the dungeon journal and find those things out. I just, the design for Mortal Craft, people could bitch all they want and say they miss vanilla. I was there. Vanilla. Yeah. Was, it was fun, but this is a better game. The, the, the refinement to Warcraft is commendable. I mean, so, nobody has ever put the effort into keeping a game so modern and up to date and accessible. It's a decade old. It is ten years old. So it, it is you, just outstanding what they've done with it. Are you telling me now when uh, what is it like World of Draconia or something? What's the new expansion called? Warlords of Draenor. Okay, I was close. Draconia, Draenor. Yeah, same difference. You're telling me that when this comes out, I could download it, get my free trial just to test it out. I could jump into level ninety or some bullshit, and I could essentially well, bring back. Radavalos, the amazing paladin dwarf, because he was amazing. You could go on right now, tonight, and you could download a trial account. You level, you get full access to the game to level 20. Now, the world is not cut off to you. You just can't level past level 20, and you can play that for free as much as you want right now. So I could I keep getting 20 and then, like, get loot or something, but, like, my, well, you can my run XP level gets 20, capped. You just, yeah, you're capped at level 20. So it doesn't like so earn. You can run around. I can't earn extra XP and then I pay for a subscription. They're like, boom, cash out. No. level forty. Oh, that sucks. No, but you can do. We could do a refer a friend when that becomes available. And what it does is I refer you to opening an account again. And then when we level, I can grant you levels. So I can grant you levels to boost you. Oh shit, son. And that's been around since I think Burning Crusade. Oh, I don't know, man. And like, they, they uh, give you a mount. They give you a mount for refer a friend. So I think that mount for Warlords of Draenor is going to be like some kind of cow. I saw that. Oh, I want to ride a cow. Yeah, there's going to be some kind of cow mount for refer a friend. I'd, I mean, I'd rather and ride a anyone, panda. But... Anyone that's wondering, well, you could play a panda and you could get a baby panda. Yeah. And you could ride a white polar bear that looks like a panda. Oh my god, I'm going to make CJ the character. <laughs> yeah, I have all these things. It's, uh -huh. I played a lot of this game. Yeah, you do. You're like, game about with, with you're like a commercial. If, like, no, dude, you sign up, I, and there's a referral friend, and there's a panda mount, and here you go. Just sign up, bro. It's only it's free, and then there you go. Blizzard, <laughs> Blizzard, should, Blizzard should hire me. Like, I, I put, if they want a good, like, middle of the road, look, I want to be hardcore, but I only have time to be casual, and you need a good, like, mouth to the public, they should be hiring me. Shit. Now, I'm looking on MMOChampion.com right now. This is probably the best warcraft site out there just for news and info 14 hours 45 minutes 52 seconds the warlords of draenor 
uh, trailer comes out. Are you excited? Tomorrow in you 14 excited? hours. I, I'm fucking thrilled. Yeah. They're going to go. It is, it is a crazy. You'll love it. It is a crazy alternate dimension time traveling storyline. What? Draenor. Oh, shit. Yes. And they're going back to the orc chieftains yeah. before they were. Before they're corrupted by the Burning Legion and Gul'dan. Uh, nerd alert! <laughs> so you are running... So they are trying to invade current Azeroth from their alternate Draenor. What? It's crazy. It's fucking insane. God yes. damn it. They want to take over our Azeroth from their alternate Draenor. So we go to alternate Draenor to stop them. And that's what the opening, like level 90 boosted like tutorial experiences like boom back to the future the dark <laughs> it is it you have to go in and close the dark portal so that they can't invade through azeroth and then you're stuck in draenor and they're basically trying to kill you because you fucked up their plans what so God damn you're it. wondering about world of warcraft and you want to know if you should get back in tomorrow at gamescom they will be doing a big presentation with the cinematic, they've been releasing teaser pictures. I mean, Blizzard's CGI trailers are the only ones I care about. Oh, yeah. And no, these uh, pictures they've released are phenomenal. I have the, uh, um, I bought the Warcraft 3 special edition when it launched. So I have like the DVD of all the Warcraft 3 cinematics back when they were, I mean, still amazing, but they've gotten better. And I still own it. I'm just like, oh my God, this is still amazing. Like, I know we're getting the Duncan Jones Warcraft movie. I'm like, fuck that. Give me a goddamn Blizzard CGI, CGI anime. Yes! Right? Yes. God that's, damn that's it. Give I me want. Thrall and fuck some shit up. Let's do this. That'd be amazing. Yep. God damn it. Yeah. So if you're wondering about World of Warcraft, it's 10 years old. Still amazing. It, it, you, could, you could jump in. You can jump in. Absolutely. And this may not be the best time to jump in because there's <laughs> going to be a 6.0 patch before the expansion and everything. But you could certainly jump in, start leveling a tune, get it up a little bit, and... If you, this will be my last like commercial shill. If you get your <laughs> levels, if you get your character level sixty, and then use your level ninety boost on that character, your professions get an automatic boost all the way to max level. So you don't even have to mess with that. Like you are ready to play. Well, this sounds like I just need to like so, fucking like re up my Blizzard account, bring Radovalis out of the fucking crowd chamber, and fucking tear some do shit it. up. And you can play. You don't even have to worry about servers. You can play cross server with your friends as long as you're the same faction. What you are you? What do you play? Do you play? Do you play Alliance or Horde? Both. <laughs> of course you do. do. You have like I just play Warcraft, man. <laughs> you just, I just play Warcraft. Like, what do you play? Fucking everything. Yeah. I, everything uh, level DK ninety, whatever. Warrior, everything. DK and Warrior are my mains. I don't even know what DK. Death Dark Knight. Knight? Warrior. Okay, Death Knight. Death Knight. Yeah. Yes. I'm still vanilla. So, I'm just a dwarf paladin. <laughs> <laughs> and you would love what paladins have become because they were terrible. You know, they were just little hill bots oh, that I, attacked. Oh, I really liked my paladin. Occasionally, I could heal people, and I was a little dwarf, and I looked like Cartman from fucking the South Park episode. It was amazing. And I was like, "Yay! Yeah, I'm represented." Would be much more fun now. Well, shit. I might have to check out World of Warcraft. But we could do that. We could set up some streams for Warcraft. It'd be great. Oh my god, it would just be embarrassing. You'd be like, dude. Dude, fucking Sunder and fucking do some shit. And I'm like, what? F5? All right. No, you wouldn't. I don't have you any macros, bro. If you're loving a warrior. There's no, no, you don't need macros there's anymore. There's no macros. And I don't have any fucking, uh, I don't have any UI mods. I'm using the straight up fucking normal UI. 
You're like, what? They're, Fuck they, that. You they have made something. Hot bars. <laughs> their, their standard UI is highly customizable now. You, you can use, I use custom UI, but you don't need to. Their UI is so customizable now. It, 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 Warcraft is incredible. We can talk about the next game because I can talk about Warcraft for the next like seventeen hours. Now to kind of tie into the whole play, play Warcraft <laughs> to tie into the whole fantasy motif, uh, as I just said uh, about 30, 40 minutes ago. Fuck fantasy. Give me a laser pistol. Uh, one of my next top favorite games is actually all fantasy and very tactical. Shocker for the guy who chose XCOM as his number one game. I have been sucked in. Sucked in so hard when it comes to fucking Fire Emblem Awakening for the 3DS. Uh, straight up fucking, you have your units, you have your classes, you know? And I'm not usually a fan of these games. I hated Final Fantasy Tactics. Never fucking played Ogre Battle. Just was never a fan of that type shit. Too slow for me. But for whatever reason, there was a there was a dearth of games. Or a, a not dearth, because I'm pretty sure dearth. Dearth means like a lot of games, right? Does dearth mean like a yeah, lot? Okay. So there was a time when there was a lull in games being released and fucking, you know, Fire Emblem, the next big thing for Nintendo. And I'm like, all right, whatever. My 3DS is kind of gathering dust. It beat all my games. I'm um, you know, looking at screenshots going like, whatever. And there was one drunken night where I'm like, you know what? I need a new game. I'm like, let me go in the 3DS store. All right. Ah, fuck. I don't have enough memory. Let me go out to Best Buy real quick right down the road. Pick a memory card. Let me get some Fire Emblem. And it sucked me the fuck in because they gave you the choice in previous Fire Emblem games uh, and a lot of these types of games uh, when one of your characters that you've leveled up and you've, you've grown attached to and you've, and you've changed classes, they die, they're fucking dead. Like, so it's stressful. Probably dead. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I am not, I don't like to be stressed out unless we're talking about a horror game. I just enjoy to, sure. you know, kind of like go away. So Fire Emblem Awakening gives you classic or fucking normal, and I'm like, fuck yeah, give me normal. My guys die, as soon as the end match ends, I'm fucking good. What I love about this game is that it's bite-sized pieces, it's amazing use of the fucking 3DS technology, the 3D battles are fucking awesome, and as dumb as it is, and this is not, it's not dumb, people enjoy this, but it's not something I've usually been attracted to. I love, love the world building in this game, and all the relationships you can forge between characters. And my, you know, my character roster as you're beating missions, and if you ever play this game, you're, you're you're playing missions, and you have the main story, obviously, but then you can have DLC and other random characters, and then occasionally you'll see like this game's all about going into the future and going into the past, and you're now playing with your future daughter who's now playing with her <laughs> past grandmother, and I'm like, I don't know who I'm playing. I feel like Fry from fucking Futurama. Like I'm ninety percent sure, like my main guy Buffington. Uh, who's like the main like the main character of the game? Like you get to name them. Like you meet all these other characters. I'm pretty sure that the, the the chick I'm with might be my daughter, or it might be like a granddaughter. But like she's like my main wow. guy with me, and I'm just like she's so hot. I'm gonna buff her ass out. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, fucking Crom's wife shows up. But guess what? She's dead. Now we're going back in the past, and now we're finding her grandmother's gonna be part of your team. And it's all optional though. That's my favorite thing is like you can play through the missions right. and you can get to the end game. I just finally reached the end game on my vacation. I've had this game now for over a year. I've put I think it says uh, I've put it almost 80 or 90 hours, which for me on a handheld game is quite a lot. Like that's a that's, lot of time. That's a lot of hours. Right? And I just hit the end game uh, a week ago where I, I, I my I'm officially if I want to, I can go to the last battle. I can fight Grimma. 
I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I can fight Grimma, the Fear Dragon, or whatever the fuck it is, but I'm still like, fuck it, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna summon some bad guys, I'm gonna keep buffing up my guys, because you have new classes, you get, you can, you can, you can change your classes, you can keep some of your stats, and earn new powers, and, and, and the more you, you talk to people in the barracks, and the more you get to know them, like, you'll fall in love, and then now if you're buffed, if, if you're paired with that person, you get crazy double attacks, and double defenses, and, it's fucking amazing, and it's just, and it's in bite-sized chunks. Like, most missions, at most, an entire mission's gonna last you maybe 25 minutes. Maybe 25, and that's, like, a really, like, drawn-out So you battle. go in, do one long battle, yep. save it, yep. put it away, Yep. come back two nights later. Yep, exactly, and then you're like, you well, slow. I, yeah, like, I could go do this you, way. Do you lose track, so here's my problem with Awakening, and this isn't so much my problem as it is my secret shame. I bought a 3DS yeah. for Awakening. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and I've only put in like 10 hours. Oh, to dude. Like, and this is the same thing when you're like, uh, dude, my, Morrowind, what the fuck? Like, just, you can do this shit. I know. It does. My it, roommate. It's slow. <laughs> just walks past my 3DS and points at it. And he's like, play Awakening. He does this like once a week. He just points at my 3DS and goes, Plays Awakening. I want to hang out Play with your roommate. And Play your, Awakening. Your roommate knows And I'm up. like, I know, I know, I know. My problem is, I'm going to do that same thing. I know I want to put 100 hours into it, mm-hmm. but I don't want to play it on the 3DS. I'm with you. I'm and with this you. Is, I'm with this you. Is, this is what I keep waiting for Nintendo to fucking figure it out. The Wii U? Make, make some kind of streaming solution for the 3DS through the Wii U or whatever you want. You don't do. need streaming. Give me a Super 3DS fucking add-on like they did with the Super Game Boy. Exactly. You don't even need yeah, streaming. Like, just let me stick my DS carts in here. Let me play it. Fucking, who cares about 3D? You can turn it off on the 3DS. You don't need it for the Wii U. I know. That's why Nintendo yeah, pisses me give off. Give me some I kind know. of way to play my 3DS yes. games yep. on the Wii U because yep. you don't have to play them in 3D. No, I hardly even ever if do. I could play. I never. The only game I played in 3D was. Uh, Link Between Worlds. Oh, dude. That was it. Super Mario World 3D is amazing. And Pilot Wings. That is good in 3D. Oh, what? Dude, it was awesome in 3D. 3D. And Pilot Wings, as, as, as like, cause that's really just like, an, that should be an iOS game. I've never played game. it. Dude, if you can get Pilot Wings for under 10 bucks for your 3DS, at least for, it'll, an hour or two, it'll be like, uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's true. Like, like, I don't know why... Awakening Nintendo is, is still game stubborn. I know that I will, I will fall into, and I want to dedicate those hours to. Dude, I but haven't even unlocked everything. I in that don't. Game. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to do it on the 3DS. It's my uh, Valkyrie Chronicles on PS3. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same tactical style game. Yep, that game was. And shit. I want to spend. Yeah, and I want to spend 100 hours in that game, but I'm so picky about hardware. Because of the PS3 controller, I just didn't bother playing it. Like yep. I maybe put an hour into Valkyrie Chronicles because I don't want to mess with the PS3 controller. Well, now apparently you can, you can update the firmware and play yep. with the PS4 controller. Yep. So I'm probably going to jump back into Valkyrie Chronicles. But Hell yeah. I Dude. I have a feeling that if I could play Awakening in a way in some format other, if I could play it on Wii U, I would buy a Wii U to buy Awakening again. And I love my. I, and I would probably fall into it. I love my fucking Wii U, and I get it. Do you have the 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 uh, vanilla 3ds, or do you, are you the pimp with the 3ds XL? 
Excel. See, I'm that motherfucker who's putting over a hundred hours on the launch day 3DS. Like, I woke up on launch day on that Sunday, and I woke up, and I remember this specifically. Like, I woke up. Leslie's like, "What do you want to do today?" And I'm like, "I think I want to buy a 3DS." And she's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Well, it, ca <laughs> it, it came out today. It's Nintendo. It's 3D. I love all three of those things." Can I trade in your DS? You don't play it. And she's like, all right. So I was like, I went up. That's fucking, true love. Yeah, I went up to GameStop, traded in the... And I bought her that DS for her birthday like two years previous. I fucking traded in the DS, all of the games she never played, got my original 3DS, and I on that little tiny screen, like the XL, I want the XL. That tiny screen, I'm still playing. And when we were on fucking our anniversary uh, last week up at the cabin... CJ came up, and I had my 3DS because I don't have internet, so I was just like, well, you know what? I'm bored. I'll play it. And I was like, hey. I'm like, you love tactic games, right? He's like, uh-huh. I'm like, here. I'm like, let's, <laughs> let's have a few drinks. Like, I'm going to make some dinner. Why don't you go ahead and just try Awakening? I'll make you a new game. Go ahead and try it. That motherfucker, we're out in God's country. There was all kinds of shit. It's awesome, and it's nature, and you're amazing. And that kid was just like fucking, oh, Fire Emblem, man. Fire Emblem. I got to pimp out my guy fucking Crenshaw. I'm pimping him out to the point where like he we left that weekend and I'm like, "You know what? Here's my 3DS. <laughs> Here's the charger." Cuz he's like, "Wow, well, he's like, I'm going to want to go buy one now." And I'm like, "You know what? You don't need to buy one for one game. You just take my 3DS. I can use a break cuz when I come back, I'm going to hit the end game." And yeah, he's been playing it nonstop. Fucking I love that game. And if they could release it on Wii U with that gamepad, I mean, I love my Wii U, but holy oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, that would be... Holy that fuck. That would be phenomenal. I would buy I yeah. would buy a Wii U for that. You don't even need to up the graphics Wait, like I, Nintendo. You don't need HD bullshit. Just fucking put it on my screen. Cool. I don't give a shit. And it makes so much sense for that right? pad. Right? Right? Remember, like, it's just perfect. It's where's, just perfect. Where's our Wizard of the Coast fucking D&D &D game where, like, I could be a fucking DM yeah. on my pad and if my you're players? The DM, oh, God damn it. That is... Right? Yeah. That's the dream. Uh, Nintendo... We we could have a podcast on the Nintendo's failings. The dream. Uh, we so don't need to get yeah, deep no, into those. Not right now. So, so Fire Emblem is mine. All right. So your very last and this even okay. We have to we have to preface this. Uh, uh, Will wrote down five of his games, and then I and I had a list of and I I sent you my list. I had a list of like twenty games. I had to whittle it down. So these are I, I, these for me. These are not except for XCOM. These are not my five top all time these are these are just like honestly probably like my top five favorite that i had to like if i have to pick some so if you had to pick your very last favorite game you pick some good ones well this i say last we have one but we both agree on oh yeah that's right and i get i, I guess we can go and talk about that one because there's not a whole lot that needs to be said about it just drop that we bomb. both agree linked to the Link to the past. Fuck, dude. That's a top five game. You come at me saying Ocarina is the best Zelda game. You're fucking wrong, Bullshit. and you were born after 94. Suck a dick. You, you <laughs> need to get up on Epona and ride Ooh, the fuck out of town. Ooh, oh, look at me. I'm, I'm fucking heading out to Talon's farm, and they look like Mario and Luigi. This is super cool. Uh, dur, dur, dur. <laughs> fuck your face. Link to the past, you turn into a goddamn rabbit. Link to the past... You fucking get three goddamn gems, and you fight the Dark Wizard, and you're like, I'm a god. The game is over. <laughs> nope. Nope. The game, that's the intro in your face. Fuck you, Ocarina. You're a poor imitator. The the beginning of Link to the Past. Oh. I mean. Your uncle. Your uncle, your bro. Your uncle Your uncle's leaves, hurt. Oh. He's and hurt. And he takes off, and it's fucking storming. 
and water splashes off the ground, and you've never seen a game that looks that good in your and life. The fucking Hylian like, guards are out there, like, you can't come into the castle. And yeah. You're like, what? Like, Sorry, you gotta piss off. Oh. And you're just this little kid. It is, that might be the most perfect five minutes in gaming ever. I'm but it is absolute perfection. Fully agree. Fully agree. Fully agree. And the last five minutes might also be perfection because you can beat the final boss with a net. Yes. Yes. Come on. Because that's come on. Yes. That's the only way. That's, that's the it. only way I beat the game. You take that net and you whap yeah, those fucking balls back again, and you're like, suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> fucking suck a dick. Yeah. It, it, it's Link to the Past. Is if you have not played Link to the Past. You need to get... Uh, it's got to be on Virtual Console or something. Or go buy a fucking Super Nintendo. Play Link to the Past. Any way you can. If you never have played Link to the Past. Nah. And then, go play Link Between Two Worlds. Go play Link yes. Between Worlds. I, you know it, what? It is a phenomenal game. I have yet... I have yet... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad... I'm a bad Zelda gamer. I have yet to pick that up for my 3DS. Uh, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Because I like to kind of give shout-outs. Uh, Brittany, if you're listening to this... And I know you fucking will. Ocarina is not the best Zelda game ever. Link to the fucking past. You gotta represent that shit. And Ocarina wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for Link to the Past. And honestly, I bought Ocarina for the 3DS going like, Well, they remastered it. Maybe it's better. It's not. It's not better. It's so fucking boring. Like, it's so boring. The Z-targeting can suck. Z-Targeting uh, is terrible. so bad now. Terrible. It was, it was incredible in... It was. When the sure. Dark Ring in 98. Yes, 98 sure, yes. when it came out. Yes. Was phenomenal. Yes. You play it now, it is not it, great it sh- at all. It shows the signs of we're trying to bring a 2D it's game age. into the 3D world, and we did the best we could, and yes, you know, it's not a bad game, but it is nowhere near the best Zelda game. If we're going to go 3D Zelda Here's- games, I'm picking Majora's Mask. And that's just because it's so fucking weird. The what one? Yeah, I mean, Majora's Mask is crazy, but I would take Wind Waker. Well, okay. Wind Waker is one of the most beautiful games ever. Yes, and the HD remaster on Wii U is my favorite fucking game. That is fucking... That will stand the test of time. Here's the difference between the original Legend of Zelda, the Legend of Zelda 2, which I love, but it's super weird. You want to talk about Majora's Mask being weird? Yeah. Zelda 2 is fucking weird. Yeah. But I hated that game. The difference between Ocarina, <laughs> oh, it is it is a weird game. It is easy to hate. Hit it is points? hard to love what? and easy to hate. But the difference between Ocarina and Link to the Past, because when it comes to the best Zelda, that's the only discussion is those two. Yeah. The difference is Link to the Past is absolutely timeless. It is as perfect and beautiful and easy to understand and fun to play right now as it was when it came out. Yep. Ocarina shows its age. It yes, shows it its age. And the, the, the looks, the engine, the controls, the combat, the puzzle solving, everything. It shows its age. Link to the Past is perfect. Now, will never need to be changed. Are you saying this without, just to confirm, are you saying this without old man nostalgia glasses on? Because you have that whole, you have generations who grew up on, let's say, PS2, or they grew up on, the GameCube was their first thing, so that's, that's what they fine. know. Go. You could go back. I I've played Link to the Past in the last five years. Oh yeah, I played it. it is last still month. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it is still absolutely perfect. There is no nostalgia. It's the same as Super Mario World, or Mario Brothers Three, or anything like or Doom. Anything like well crafted game it is perfect. It is just absolutely perfect. You know when Famatsu, which is a Japanese game magazine, 
would give their perfect scores out, it is a huge deal. Like, it, when they say a game is perfect, it is perfect. And Link to the Past is absolutely perfect. Weird. Is, <laughs> without a doubt. Pixel perfect. Junkies is the uh, non-Japanese version of Famatsu. So... We say it's perfect. Can you quote that? We're the American Fomatsu. We are the authority in video gaming. Thank you. Please please scan. Please make scans of our Tumblr and post those on NeoGAF and translate them into Japanese for our followers in the East. Thank you. Oh, I want to be our tagline. We're the non the non Japanese version of Fomatsu. You can take that to the yep, bank. Be real perfect. <laughs> so excellent. Link to the past, we both fully agree. I'm going to let you go ahead because I know you're going to have, and we can, after we finish our last games, we can end this because it's already two hours, and either this is going to be the most amazing first episode or it's going to be the most amazing two episodes you've ever heard. You have a lot to say about your last <laughs> game, and we're going to disagree a lot, so I'm going to let you get your nerd on. So go ahead and start. I'm going to grab a beer. So you go ahead and you start your diatribe on your last, quote-unquote, best game of all time list. So take it, it away. Absolutely. This is top five games for me all time. And I think this is the game of the last generation of the 360 PS3 generation is Red Dead Redemption. It is, it is not perfect. There is still some open world jank that is just when you're dealing with a game of this scope has to be there, but it is Rockstar Studios in full control of all of their powers. Just, they have taken everything they've learned from GTA 3 on and honed it to as close to perfection as that engine could get. The storytelling, the gameplay, the gunplay. People complain about the gunplay in GTA 4. The gunplay in, GTA, in Red Dead Redemption is... Excellent. It is so good. Each weapon makes a difference. You can you can tell when you work with them. In GTA 4, everything was mushy. The, the gunplay was just inaccurate. They fixed all that in Red Dead. You could chase down all your horses. You could get a fucking unicorn. I love unicorns, but it still doesn't matter. So, Red Dead, this is what I love about Red Dead. You go from the super serious. I mean, I it, I think everyone talks about oh stories and video games are just now learning how to tell a proper story. Blah blah blah. blah. Why does no one talk about Red Dead Redemption? They want to talk about The Walking Dead. They want to talk about Gone Home. They want to talk about Thomas was alone. All great stories in video games. Name Red dropper. Dead Redemption <laughs> is the best story in video games. What? Come it on. Is, it is the best story uh, in video games. It's just the Western it tropes. Is. Like, oh, my. Uh, it doesn't matter. Somebody was murdered. I'm on that's revenge. And here's Betty, the blonde, buxom chick who does some shit. I'm a, now I'm in Mexico. Truly, and Woo. No. It is truly a it is a beautifully written redemption story. And not only that, is it? it's not a, this guy killed my brother, so I'm going to go chase him down. It's a man who's left this life of crime behind and made a family. He's blackmailed by the fucking government, which is so rock star, it's hilarious. 
to just be like the government is evil in a old west game. <laughs> like it's so, so they've been corrupt since the 1800s. <laughs> exactly. Like turn of the 19th century, those those corporate bastard government assholes, which is what they are. They're just worried about their investment and the the FBI guys, wherever it is, they end up uh, blackmailing John Marston. Now but it just it does so much with those tropes, like. It's like good and bad and the ugly. Sure, it's a uh, western and it uses tons of western tropes, but it use it executes. It's all about the execution. The the story. I just <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for someone who's never played it. But on their hand, you should have fucking played it by now. I Red Dead Redemption. I have played to completion one hundred percent once a year since it's come out. It is dude, blows my mind how good that story is uh, every time. Dude. And what I really love is how it completely you you go through your whole arc of doing the blackmail and chasing down your former uh, gang leader, and then they keep blackmailing you. You keep doing work, blah blah blah. Then they finally let you go home. And you think, oh great, it's the end of the game. Then you spend like five hours enjoying your family and doing farm <laughs> and ranch work. And just hanging out with your wife and son and, like, chasing buzzards off the property. And you're just playing and going, what the fuck is this game? I, what is it trying to tell me? What is it doing? And then the government just shows up and destroys this beautiful home that you, as the player, spent, like, five hours building back up for your family. No game has ever done anything sounds, like that. That sounds fucking terrible. I've been a hard day of working in the cubicle farm. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home and play a video game where I just chase off buzzards. Oh, shit. My homestead has been invaded. Time to use some Red yeah, Dead Eye times, Redemption shit. How many times have you paid off Tom Nook for a fucking house extension? You fucking don't say a damn word about Tom Nook. My Animal exactly. Crossing fucking city is amazing. Uh-huh. We don't fuck with the town of so Abraham. So, you play Tom Nook, but you won't go no. bond with your family on an incredibly told listen. story, but you'll let some fucking <laughs> raccoon break yeah. your ankles over some yeah. bells. Yeah, listen, listen. <sighs> listen, if, 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 if Rockstar took Red Dead, so they took Red Dead Redemption, they took the exact game, right? Let's say they, they upped... They up the fucking the, the textures and they kind of re- did an HD remaster and they re-released it, right? Oh, but, would, oh, but, oh, hold on, hold on, let me finish. Well, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. This is the only way I would play that game. They did all that, they remastered it. And then like, guess what? We released it on PC. It's fully remastered. It's Red Dead Redemption. However, we gave John Marston a fucking laser gun. My ass would be all over that shit. You get rid of a fucking horse and you give me like a fucking like hover horse, like cut off the legs and put on hover fucking pads. Uh, My ass would be all over that game. The only thing that I remember from Red Dead was that bullshit, that bullshit fucking mission in the beginning where you had to like fucking herd the cows, fuck that mission, and then, and I hated that shit. That was shit. a bad mission. That was terrible. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I was enjoying the game up until then, and I was that jackass that for whatever reason, for like a day or two, every time I did it, I couldn't pass it, and it was fucking frustrating. 
and I made it you past it. it. Yeah, because I'm an idiot. I know. It's you wanna you check out fucking the video game forum at forums.braindoradio.com. Do a search for Red Dead Redemption and watch me go fuck this cow mission and all you motherfuckers going. What the fuck, dude? Just go left. Just fucking just you gotta press the button. It's easy. But fucking I made it past that because of you guys, and I the, I, I never beat the game because I just I didn't catch me, but I will give it up so hard for Rockstar for that transition when you go into Mexico and that fucking that fucking song plays and you see that vista yes. and I'm not you know what and like I, I I'm that asshole that just doesn't like westerns they don't do shit for me I'm not knocking this I mean I'm kind of knocking the story because I haven't really played it but that fucking that 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 playable scene that you know when you're when you're crossing over yes. and that amazing like sunrise or sunset whatever and that theme that gave me some fucking goosebumps. I will give it up. It, it's incredible. It is. It is. It is. It's fucking. It, it, it's amazing. But the rest of the game just couldn't get. I, I was that guy oh. that was just like, I don't like it. I don't care. I don't give a shit See, about these characters. Give him a laser pistol. Maybe there, I'll care. Oh, give me a. You're crazy. Give me a laser pistol, man. There's, give me a hover horse. There's another moment. At, towards the end of the game where you finally have completed the, the final do this and we're going to set you free of your debt to us, blah, blah, blah. Where you go and you finally kill this gang leader or whatever and you get on your horse and you start riding down the path and they do, they pull the same kind of musical transition. But it's a so- song written, I forgot, uh, Jose Gonzalez, I think was who wrote the songs for okay. Red Dead Redemption. If you don't have it, I have the soundtrack. Oh, I have the soundtrack. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Soundtrack is incredible. I have the soundtrack. But there's a song called Compass, and it's all about getting back to his life and his family. And you go down this mountain path, and that song kicks in, and it starts snowing around you, and you're just trotting down this uh, mountainside. My dick's in my hand, like you. Games are art. Like it is, (laughs) it it is, it is truly that is the only moment in games that literally brought a tear to my eye. It is you've done so much, you've been through so much, your family's been through so much, and you finally pull off this final bullshit like blackmail mission, and this musical cue kicks on, and just tears at the end of the game. It is literally like tearing up. And then you spend another five hours reconnecting with your family and like living your life and trying to put yourself back together. And then after those five hours, the game kicks you just right in the shins. Then when you fall over, like boots you in the mouth with another huge twist that is just the the ballsiest move in a video game ever. Like they just completely shit. Oh my god. All over your emotions. Is, it is incredible. Is the twist incredible. that John Marston is actually a woman? No. Oh. So, spoilers for Red Dead Redemption. If you've been listening this long. Yeah, I don't care about spoilers for this. Go don't for it. Don't worry about a timestamp. I'm not going to. I so wasn't you going spend, to. <laughs> you spend you spend your five well I'm talking about listeners. This isn't just about us, Rob. It's about us. Listeners listening so, to Pixel Junkies have played Red Dead Redemption and they either hate it or they're they gonna jizz over it like you. They're like it's snowing okay. around me. <laughs> it is incredible. There's a very small contingent, but they're loud who are just functionally dumb that don't love Red Dead. That's me. And for them, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and spoil yeah. the last little bit. Hashtag functionally so loud spend, and dumb. <laughs> there you go. The 
you spend your four or five hours, whatever it is, like rebuilding your life and your ranch and trying to get yourself back together and deal with all the shit that the government was making you do for them. Then they come back just to be an asshole and tie up their loose ends after you've done all this work for them. They set your ranch to fire. What? You send your... Yes. The government comes back, sets your ranch on fire, tries to get a hold of your, your uh, wife and your kid. What? You send them away to get what? them safe. Marston pins himself up into the barn to draw the government agent. There's like 25 government agents outside. Red Dead, Red Dead Idols, motherfuckers. Take off. Bop, bop, bop. So, yeah. So, you're locked in the barn, and they set fire to the barn. And you have no choice but to go out the front door. And when you go out the front door of the barn, you kick the doors open, and it goes into Deadeye, and it gives you the opportunity to try to take some of these guys out. But there's literally 25 or 30 guys and you go down in a hell of gunfire. They what? open up on you. It doesn't matter. You get you can gun down five, six guys. It doesn't matter. They shoot you down in cold blood to cover their tracks of all the dirt they made you do for 35 hours or however long that game is. What? So and I spend 35 murder, hours falling murder, in love, falling murder, deeply in love with falling Marston. Falling to John Marston like, and this incredible story. I'd go gay for Marston. In cold blood. And they murder yes. him. Yes. They murder him in cold blood. Does his family see goes him? black. Or is his family gone at this point? His family's gone, right? His family is on the bluff. They took off. They're on the bluff <sighs> above the house. Do they watch the murder happen? So, sc- screen goes black. <gasps> cuts back. And John Marston is standing above a grave. But then you realize it's not John Marston. It's his adult son. Shut up! And he's standing over the grave of Marston and his uncle and his mother. Oh! Then you play as the son and you go back and find the government agent that sets your dad up. up, Who is now retired in Mexico. Dude! And you gun him down. Shut up. What?! That awesome. Red Dead Redemption. Well, Red Dead why Redemption do they fill it with so many bullshit missions? God damn it. It's not. It Every is. There's so Red many Dead bullshit missions. It's like, oh, there's a bunch no. of drunk people get the some dynamite. Mission, yeah. The only bullshit mission is it's that a bunch of bandits. One. It is terrible. The hurting one is fucking terrible. The, the hurting mission terrible. is terrible. It is terrible. Like, but uh, Red Dead Redemption, from storytelling, like, Take everything else out of it, even if you think that engine is janky and it not is. fun. It is. Like it's it. not fun. The storytelling is so incredible. Those last five or six hours, the reason those five hours of doing ranch work matter is because it's all about reconnecting <laughs> with your family from being away from them. Then they fucking gun you down in front of them. Now wait. And then you take revenge as the sun. When when you say like rant like five or six hours of ranch shit. Like, are you telling me that the game just, you're, you're, you're no longer riding horses, you're no longer shooting anybody, you're on a fucking, like, you're basically playing Harvest Moon for, like, five hours? It's not quite that. Like, no, there's issues with, like, some... Can you I, shoot things? Kind of, like, there's buzzards. Like, yeah, there's, like, buzzards. <laughs> like, shoot birds and stuff. And there's, John hates and there's birds. like, buzzards that try to take over and attack the, the, the horses or whatever. And there's, like, I think that there's, like... Some poachers that try to come and you chase them down and kill them. And at one point you have to like go into town to do some ranch business. Like 
What? There's a mix of Dude. action and then just like quiet moments with your son and talking to him and connecting with him or like being intimate with your wife again and things like that. It's, it is incredible because it's just like this nice, calm, like this is what it's like to be a rancher in the turn of the 19th century. And you think that you're just enjoying this nice retired ranch life. And then the government comes and like, murders you in front of your off. family. Well, it is, it is. God and, damn it. And then to take the sun and go back to Mexico and find this asshole government agent sitting by a, a river in Mexico fishing. And then you just Oh, you guys just turn up like assassin. Just gun. No, you tell him who you like, are, and then you I'm gun him down. Dodd Marston Jr., you killed my father. Yeah. Nice. And that's exactly what happens, and then you gun him down. So now, it is uh, incredible. Fucking God. Fuck, man. So now you I have to, to fucking play. play. Redemption. And then, and then Morwen just, and just, just Warcraft you, and Redemption. The, the DLC. Yeah, Undead the Nightmare. DLC, Undead Nightmare might be the best DLC. It's standalone. I almost actually bought that because it was standalone. I was like, oh, I kind of want to buy that because that yeah, could be fun. And it's, it, is, it is really great. It is so much fun, and it completely changes the game. It it turns Red Dead Redemption into Halloween Town. And <laughs> I love paranormal shit in Halloween Town. So in Red Dead, you, you can track down horses that have different stats. Well, in Undead Nightmare... You could track down the four horsemen of the apocalypse yeah. and take their horse. Give me that famine horse, motherfucker. Yeah, the famine horse was yeah, so good. See? So good. I know I know about my four horsemen. It's always about famine. You gotta take yeah. famine. Famine's the best. Fuck everything yep. else. Famine so, for the win. Red Red Dead Redemption, I I think that GTA you know, you had you had GTA four, you had GTA five, you had Red Dead Redemption all in that same rage engine, I think is what it was called. Yep. Red Dead Redemption is the best of those three games. What? By far. Shut the as fuck far, up. As far as play, GTA 5 ones, handled like, so much better than fucking... It was the goddamn horse physics, no. man. Yes. Four, well, I, but four horse sucks, but fucking... Yeah, a you horse is a horse, of course. You, you can't, fuck that. Hell no. You can't five compare handled, horse controls to a car. Yeah, I'll fucking... I'll compare but whatever I want to compare. If, if I want to compare Marston to gunplay, a car... Gunplay was so much better than five. Compare... I think the gunplay in Red Dead what? Redemption was much better. Okay, are you much not better. counting the... Well, I mean, I'll be counting the slow motion in 5 and the Red Dead fucking eye or whatever, the red eye in Red Dead? Or just, no, I just mean like you're like... No. no just your straight up regular no. gunplay. Shenanigans. Yeah. I'm calling no, shenanigans the, on that. Your opinion is full of the shenanigans. Cover, the cover was... I think the cover was improved in 5. 5? Which helped the... Fl- I think the cover was improved in, in GTA 5, but I think just raw gunplay, I liked how guns felt better in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, but in Red Dead Redemption... I felt like in, in 5, I felt like if I wasn't using... Uh, I felt like if I wasn't using Trevor, yeah, then I was at a disadvantage. I never felt that way with Marston. Like, I always knew... I could get out of a situation, yeah. dead eye or not. Okay, but but if we're gonna do that, fucking, it was just Marston. They had three characters and five. So if you, in this case, if no, you, just, if you discounted fucking, uh, what Michael and but it fucking felt like Franklin it, or whatever, like then you one on one. But I felt Marston. like they. No, but I But my feeling is that the the gunplay just felt fundamentally worse if I wasn't. If I didn't have Trevor's yeah. special to lean back on, I'll, it, 
I'll give that to you. Now I'm I'm honestly because I know how cheap I can grab it. I may just go pick up Red Dead again and see if I can. Uh, I still, I'm pretty sure I still have a saved game on my machine, so it's past the stupid herding mission. Fuck you, cows. Might have to refresh this yeah. game again. Get through God that. Damn it. And here's the other part with Red Dead is what a lot of people skip is the stranger missions are essential. They're optional, but they are essential to the storytelling. <sighs> because to be honest, I just want to like. I just want to watch Leslie. I just want Leslie to watch this, watch me play this, because I want her to see the ending. Now that I know it, like when I was going, oh my god, I'm like, I was actually like, holy shit, that's actually awesome. And I'm kind of, a, I, I kind of wish awesome. you didn't spoil it. But the thing that sucks is that ending is what's making me want to play the game now. You you need to experience yourself. Like I, I mean, want to get that ending. exactly how it ends. Oh, going that from so that good. moment, like I said, that that, that musical so cue of riding your horse down that mountain with it snowing and stuff, then all that time building a relationship up with your family, then to just have a rug just pulled out from under you. It is so emotionally stressful. Walking Dead, Gone Home, Tom's Alone, all those games, no. Red Dead Redemption, if you want a game that knows how to play your emotions and not be cheap and emotional and jump scare nonsense, just true raw emotional storytelling those last hours of red dead redemption will do it 100 percent. god damn dude this is the go play it uh i'm gonna be uh okay i've already realized at this point now like we're at this this is either the second episode you're listening to or the first very long first episode that i am taking a back seat because you the way you describe games is like i'm sitting there going like well i hated that game I traded that game and fucked that game. Now I'm like, shit, I fucking want to try this. And now I have to fucking end this goddamn show on my last favorite game. And there's no way I can describe it. Like you just described Red Dead Redemption, which makes me feel like a complete asshole right now. And I can't help you because I never played this game. I know. Okay. Well, yeah, we should have ended on Red Dead, but I refused to end. You had to go get a beer. I had to get a beer, dude. And it, I was only gone. And I just sat here and listened to you. Like, holy shit! Like, I seriously, I hated Red Dead, and now I'm like, fuck. I'm, I'm just an asshole. I just need to play it again. Like, I was just in a you weird need headspace. You need to play Red Dead, like son of a bitch. Yeah, you just need to sit down and play Red Dead, and you will. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we didn't talk about all the minutia of it, the, the crafting system and the different outfits and, like, basically the in-game achievements that you could do to unlock other equipment and uh, gear that gave you different bonuses and everything. There's so much going on in that game. There's uh, so much. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, I am probably, the next time we have another episode, uh, which will hopefully be uh, sooner than later, I will probably have, have, have a rebuttal here where I'm like, okay, I got it again. And I'm either going to be like, you know what? No, you talk a good game, sir. You're kind of, you talk a good game, you're like Tony Robbins. You get me sucked in. But I play it, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm hoping that I get into it because at this point, if anything, I just want Leslie to see the – I want my wife to see the very, very uh, end of this because, like, I just – man, that's fucking awesome. If anything – That's fucking awesome. If anything, we should, we should do some check-ins. Yes. For, I think Red Dead is a good stream game. Yes. Do little check-ins of you streaming Red Dead because that game is old enough that nobody streamed it ever, uh, and I feel like that game should be better chronicled on the internet. I could, that is a game that should have lots of let's plays to it with people doing the uh, game in totally different ways. 
I could totally do some streaming of fucking Red Dead. It'd be it'd be very drunken streaming, and it could be either very entertaining or me just being like these fucking cows. Where's my saved game? And then these poor bastards are just watch me try to hurt cows for thirty minutes. Now I cannot express uh, my love for the next game as eloquently uh, as Will has here for 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 Red Dead, but. One of the pinnacles and what shall soon be a tattoo uh, on my my human flesh. Uh, one of my favorite Ooh, games. Ballsy my, choice. It is. You know what? And this is purple for fucking life. Purple for life. One of my favorite fucking games of all time from, I believe, 1993-94. LucasArts, PC, Tim Schafer joint, motherfucking Day of the Tentacle. Sequel to Maniac Mansion. And the most superior sequel in all of history whose name isn't I'm trying to think of a great sequel that from a, a great video game that isn't Mass Effect 2 Super Mario World oh that is true Super Mario it, World is Link to the Past that Link to the Past oh that is a sequel too shit I failed here because Red I can't Redemption I, also a sequel oh it is to uh what was that Morrowind also a sequel god damn so basically I fail at every game we talked Fire about Emblem, also I'm, a sequel I'm not eloquent motherfucker I am feeling pretty good, and all I have to say is that Day of the Tentacle by Tim Schafer is a goddamn classic based on the Scum Engine, which is amazing. amazing. It is probably a... I've never played Day of the Tentacle, but I know what it is. I know where it stands. It is probably a top five all-time adventure game. I don't think many people are going to... No, I think people either fall on Grim Fandango or Day of the Tentacle. And see, here's my deal. I fall on Maniac Mansion. Really? Because see, Maniac Mansion well, is what. Now here's the deal. I was gonna, I was gonna also throw in because you went all, you went all like LucasArts game there. I was gonna say like you know top five adventure games. Easily some of the fucking Sierra games are jumping in. I was Sierra fan too. Well, However, so here's LucasArts had those the games, style. That's Luke, why I liked it. Yes, LucasArts that, adventure games it. came out in the period where I did not have a PC to game on. So all my adventure gaming was earlier with the with the Sierra games. So, I mean, I feel like people who are Robin Hood. Sierra or LucasArts are in those parts. Do you ever play Robin King's Hood? King's Quest, Spate. I remember a Robin Hood game. Dude, oh my god. I you got to shoot the bow. I would have to oh. I would have to go find it. That was my jam. It was a Sierra game? Yep, it was a Robin Hood Sierra game. And the graphics were fucking amazing at the time. It was a, there was a, I'm pretty sure it was called Robin Hood and something. Conquest yes! of the Longbow. Yes! I yes! absolutely played this. Yes! Holy yep, fuck! It. We're, gonna, we're gonna get back. This. We're gonna get back to Day of the Tentacle, but fuck yeah, Conquest of the Longbow. That shit was fucking yep. amazing. Sierra I had absolutely those, played oh, this. They had those smooth animations, and you were just like, "Oh, was what great. the fuck!" And there was just like the in the forest colors. Oh my god, yes, that and the uh, what was the um. Uh, it was like a kind of a like play on RPGs. Uh, you want to be a hero. So you want to be a hero. Yes. Which, in my opinion, is the, the greatest Sierra yep. series. It is so good. Yep. And it yep. starts off as just this takedown of RPGs. I don't know. We could talk, we could talk developers and Sierra games. That's a whole episode. At another time. That's a whole other podcast. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm. Mm. So, Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle. So, my problem with this is... I didn't have a PC to play these games on because LucasArts came out in that mid-90s where I just didn't have a PC to play on. So I only ever played Bandicoot Mansion because it was on NES. Oh, my God. So dude, and that was rough Grim Fandango, it was. But So Grim Fandango, Day of the Tentacle, uh, 
What was it? Full full throttle? It's a biker yep. one? Yep, Sam and Max. I don't the know. Dig. Sam Max, the dig. Play them. The only LucasArts the dig. adventure game I played was the Loom. Which oh, is like Loom? The I mean, Loom is cool, night. but oh, that's super early. That's Loom before Secret brutal. Monkey. Yeah. Or Secret Monkey. Yes, that's before that was, uh, Monkey so, Island. Se- Secret Monkey? <laughs> Monkey Island. Never, or, yeah, yeah, Monkey Island. <laughs> Secret never Monkey. played Monkey Island what? until the new ones. Shut like, up. No. Shut up. Oh, God. I missed. Will. I, I, uh, LucasArts was it. We gotta find a hot tub time Lucas machine. Arts. We gotta find a hot tub time machine. Yeah. We gotta go back and experience that, like when Tie it wing? came out. Oh, dude, Tie, Tie Fighter, X Wing, no. oh. Tie Fighter, Tie what? Fighter. Never played Tie what? Fighter. Damn. I didn't have a PC for all those years. Jesus Christ, could not play him. See now, okay. The only time I, Ugh. the only time I got to play PC oh. games was my my grandma loved the Sierra games. Ugh. So I could either play them over there what? or she would let me borrow them and I would go to my dad's office when he worked on Saturdays yes. because I could I load the, the games computers. there. Yep. Yes. I was in the so day. I had a yep. Saturday computer. Saturday computer. Saturday computer day was so the I best day. So I just did not have – it was the best day. Oh, you, got the, I just, you got the dot matrix printer. All the LucasArts. <laughs> yeah, oh, dot matrix. Fuck. So just all the LucasArts games went okay. right past me. Okay, it's so. just a whole generation I missed. A lot of people know LucasArts from shitty games or what they think are amazing games, like Battlefront and that kind of bullshit, which, you know, okay, it's okay. Like, yeah, third-person Star Wars shooter. Back in the 90s, these motherfuckers were king, king of the point-and-click slash adventure-type games. Starting with, you know, Loom was the beginning, and then, uh, you know, he had the Monkey Island series, and the Day of the Tentacle, Maniac Mansion, the Day of the Tentacle. And this was one of the first... Because that was the old Indiana Jones shit, but this is one of the first where you were playing a video game, and at this point, I believe, like, Super Nintendo was out, uh, like, the Genesis, but I don't think Sega CD and that kind of shit, maybe that just came out. You're playing a game that looked like you were watching a fucking Warner Brothers-type cartoon. Like, the animation. Like, you're watching this, and I played it first with just text. So, it was just text, I didn't have a sound card. So, my friend, my, my best friend, is coming back in here, Mr. Johnny... The motherfucker had that computer with a sound blaster and to hear, <laughs> to fucking hear Bernard speak and to hear Hoagie speak yeah. in Laverne, it was amazing. And the intro music and when Purple Tentacle came out and like, rule the world, and he took the sip, oh my god. That game was great. And what I loved, what I love, and I'm a huge fan of adventure games, but I love about LucasArts games uh, is they were a big part of their motto, because this was different in Sierra games, big part of LucasArts games was like, we're not going to kill you. If you make a mistake, you're not going to get punished for it. Sierra games like yeah. to fucking murder you. Like, oh, oh I gave this were... apple to an ogre. He wanted a pear. You're fucking dead. <laughs> like, what? You're dead. You're dead. Yeah. And then you have to they, restart. They're notoriously difficult. Yes. Now, LucasArts games took the other, you know, the Data Tentacle and these types of games, they took the other direction where it was like, we want this to be fun. We want you to, you know, obviously solve the puzzles, but we want you to try anything you can do. And with the early scum uh, before Full Throttle and Santa Max, Full Throttle really pared it down. But there was, you know, they had the whole, my favorite, I still miss this, and I know it's stupid. But they had that whole fucking uh, menu of, like, look, use, pull, you know, push. And you had to, like, you know, you click push, and then you click everything, every pixel on the on the screen. And I love that kind of stuff. But what Data Tentacle brought was just this incredible story and humor, and it spanned you went back in the time, and you were in the future, and you were controlling somebody in the present, and you had to control them all independently, but at the same time, puzzles relied on all three of them. And it was fucking amazing. And it kills there's, me. Wait, there's time travel? Yes, dude. And the time travel happens wow. with the porta potty Like, Dr. Fred 
from fucking yeah. Dr. Fred. Yeah, Porta Pony. The Chronotron. Oh, I love this game. He makes he gets a diamond. He has to get a diamond, and there's the chrono, and he has a porta potty, and he turns it into like a and turn into 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 a fucking uh, time machine, and then all three of them get in, and crazy shit happens, and then like Hoagie goes into like the revolution, like the Civil War, so he's hanging out with like fucking George Washington, and oh, they turn George Washington in such a dick, like it's hilarious. Thomas what? Edison's just the like, little crying bitch. It's fucking great, and then they send Laverne into the future, dude, is- dude and there's like. And the tentacles in the future have won, so like it's like Planet of the Tentacles in the future, and fucking oh dude, God. and you have to play all three of them because like one of the puzzles is my favorite. Like you need um, uh, what is it? You need you need wine, like you need wine. Somebody wants wine, so what you have to do is you have to get like a bottle of like grape juice from Hoagie's time or like vinegar or something. You have to mix this stuff from back in the Civil okay. War and stash it. And then, and then you stash it in this area, and then in the future you have to go find it and unbury it, and then it's fermented, and then you can like pass the puzzle, it's <laughs> shit like that. But the humor is amazing, and if if you haven't played it, it's hard. These, you know, if you don't want to fuck with like Scum VM or like DOSBox and shit, just go YouTube Day of the Tentacle Long Play. There is a two hour, I think two and a half hour long play where it goes through the entire game. No one talks. There's no fucking commentary. It's just the game. And the guy will pick, like, every single fucking uh, option to speak. So you get to watch the whole game. I to- It's totally worth it. So all the comedy, you get every, to see all yes. of it. Yes. And you don't have to play it. And there's no being stuck. Like, he'll just, he'll beat the entire game in, like, three hours. And, like, back see, in the day, is... it's crazy. Because back in the day, it would be weeks. Like, there was one where, like, you had to scare someone. And they were only scared by a skunk for some reason. Or, like, a monster. And you couldn't, and all, there was a cat. So it turns out what you had to do was put, like, whiteout on the fence and then scare the cat to go under the fence so he'd get white out like Pepe Le Pew style. <laughs> and it was ridiculous, but you were stuck. And you had no internet. And all you could do was call LucasArts Helpline. But now you can go to YouTube and just watch some dude just rock it. And it's amazing. So I I would almost say you don't want to watch it on YouTube because of the Grim Fandango remake coming out. You have to think. If that Grim Fandango remake does well for Sony, they're going to want to finance these under other Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle, I, Full Throttle I'd remasters, fucking, right? I'd fucking, you know, I would love it, but I believe it's something with, like, rights. Like, I, did, I mean, I, unless I was wrong, I thought well, Tim no, Schafer no. earned Grim, like, he owned Di- Grim Fandango. No, 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 no. Disney owns it. Well, Disney owned Day of the Tentacle, but Disney closed down LucasArts, so... No, no, no. LucasArts... Is still there. They close out on their projects, but Disney owns all those IPs. Yeah, the only IPs. So Tim Schafer, the announcement was that Tim Schafer was trying to figure out a way to get that IP back from Disney, and apparently he knew John Vignocchi, and John Vignocchi knew Adam Boys because of Giant Bomb. Okay. So Tim Schafer got them two together, and since Adam Boys is a big wig at Sony and Vignocchi's a big wig at Disney, they just basically said, hey, Tim Schafer, Sony wants to pay for this. We own the IP. You go out and do what you want with it, and we'll just take our cuts. And they just they Dude. own it, but they basically handed the reins back to Tim Schafer. Uh, and now that those are the guys that are basically in control, yep. not these like crazy, it's, it's no longer some out-of-touch 65-year-old that's never heard of these games. It's guys that want to see it done. I think we could see this game get re-released. And I would love it because I want to play it. I'm excited for Grim Fandango. I've never played it. I can't wait to play that remake. And I would love to play a remake of Day of the Tentacle and Maniac Mansion and Full Throttle and 
I'd love for a TIE fighter to dude, come back out, but I know dude, that's never going to happen. It's bullshit. If there's any fucking thing, and I know that, that uh, was it uh, that Chris Roberts game? Isn't that Chris Roberts? That fucking uh, space fighter that coming out? Galactic Civilization? Yeah, whatever. Star Citizen? Star, Star Citizen. Citizen. Star Citizen. That's it. Yeah, Star Citizen. Fucking, like, if there's one genre I would love to come back, I mean, A, it's adventure games, and they, they're still there, so I can get my fix, but fucking... There's like, still a lot of adventure games. Flight simulator type games... Because if they were to release fucking Die Fighter, remastered, even just remastered, same game, not even remastered, just let me install it, let me download it from Steam, and let me just fucking play it. Oh my fucking god, dude. Tie Fighter, like, you, it was, oh my god. X-Wing the, versus Tie Fighter, the, the multiplayer? Sim, Holy shit. Oh. The Sim that I want back, I want another Falcon. That was always my space sim spaceship game. Which was, was what? Freelancer. For, oh, Freelancer. Freelancer. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, wait, wasn't that a, that was a spin-off of uh, Wing Commander, right? I was it? Because I oh, loved no. Wing Commander. Wing Commander 3, dude, Ginger Lynn and fucking Luke Skywalker, that's the shit. <laughs> yeah. But no, I got free, yeah, I, I got I, Freelancer I, is a I bought it, but I can't play it. Game. I can't play it. I never played um, it. I'm, I'm looking on Steam right now. You need to you need to play Freelancer. I might have I my old box copy of Freelancer. Dude, I bought it via fucking it. good old games or whatever. I think I'm pretty sure I bought through. Good oh, old games really? Is it fucking, on there? I th- wait, free, wait, Freelancer? Or f- yeah, Freelancer. Yeah, Freelancer. I'm, yeah, it's a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a fucking space sim. Yeah, yeah. I'm like nine yeah. percent sure I own that, and like I can get it to run, but I can't get it to like pick up my keyboard and mouse or like my controller. Like so, my ship just goes in circles. And I'm like, well, this huh. sucks. Weird. Because yeah, no- uh, I'm, I'm excited for Star Citizen because Chris Roberts was the head of Freelancer's design or whatever. And Wing Commander. So I'm and Wing Commander. And so I'm Wing really Commander. excited for it. But I, I, yeah, I, I would be all for just um, all these LucasArts games getting remastered. If they, um, yeah, if they I'm looking on Steam right now. If you haven't played Loom, it is $5 on Steam. Is Fate of Atlantis still on there? Because that's the best Indiana Jones game, and that's also You can buy is Fate of Atlantis. LucasArts packs. Yes. Fate of Atlantis. Yes. The Last Crusade. Yep. The that Dig. Good. The Dig is awesome. Dude. For, for $10. Dude. Dude, I'm just saying, if you can get the Dig, if you've never played it, it was fucking produced with Steven Spielberg. It was like, Steven Spielberg's like, I'm getting into video games, and he got with them, and I'm pretty sure like the T-1000 is one of the voices, Robert Patrick. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Okay. I'm telling you, dude, it's a space fucking adventure, point-and-click adventure game. I'm looking at it now. And it has, like, 3D like like 3D graphics. Like, you know, the graphics mystery. look really cool. Dude, it's a puzzle game. If you can get that right now, I highly recommend The Dig. I mean, it's not funny. It's straight up like, this is a story. So, like, there's some shit. But I think, if anything, I'd end up picking up this four-pack because I did play Fate of Atlantis. Fate of Atlantis was awesome. Legit, dude. When he falls down into that fucking that warehouse and he just, like, he brushes off his hat, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Pixels. You can't get better than Pixels. And that is why we are Pixel Junkies. My name is Rob. That's right. And I'm Will. Fucking end game. In transmission. <laughs> In transmission. And you're not gonna take what they've got to give. And you're not gonna let them take your will to live. Because they've taken enough. And you've given them all you can give. And luck won't save them tonight.
This has been a Brain Dead Radio production. Yeah. Visit us at www.braindeadradio.com.